0: I don't know about you, but I can't just like hop into the new year and be like, here are my resolutions. Like, I have to really ease into the process. I mean, especially after 2020, like, I am not feeling super like motivated. So, I really have to do a couple of things to even just get myself into that headspace. Welcome to the Big Kid Problems Podcast. Based on the comedic social channel all about not wanting to be an adult. I'm your host, Sarah Merrill, the writer, creator, and pretty normal human behind the popular Instagram, Twitter, blog, and now podcast, Big Kid Problems. So I've spent the last almost decade making jokes about navigating the adult world. And as I've gotten older, I've realized that no matter what your age is, we all have big kid problems. We're all just trying to figure it out. And you know what? That's okay. So each week, we're going to take a funny yet informative look at a specific struggle or big kid problem, if you will. Then we'll break it down with a rotating cast of comedians, personalities, and experts to actually give us the tools and resources to help us solve our big kid problem of the week from love and relationships, money, career, physical and mental health, bad decisions, and just general life responsibilities. Nothing is off limits. So thank you so much for joining me as we navigate adulthood together. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back to the Big Kid Problems podcast. It's a brand new year, a brand new season, and I don't know about you, but I am ready to shake that bad juju off from 2020 and welcome in the new year of 2021. If you're new to the show, I'm your host Sarah Merrill, the writer and creator of Big Kid Problems, which is a popular Instagram, Twitter, blog, and now obviously podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. This is actually a little bit different than how we typically do things around here. It's just me today and uh, I'm going to walk you through my new year ritual. All right. Now, before you're like, what is this? Hold up. This is actually something I have perfected over the years. If you've been following me on social for a while, I've talked about this at length. Like, I am. All about bringing in the new year on the right foot, and I'm also low key slash super high key a huge dork when it comes to manifestation. I mean, I'm a believer, full on. Like, I've manifested some pretty incredible things into my life, but I'm also human. Like, I fall off the bandwagon all the time. I forget to do the things. Um, It can be it can be exhausting sometimes. And I know after a year like what we just had, it is easy to kind of forget some of the practices that we typically do. And this is a way, this little ritual is a way to kind of bring things back, get organized, and just kind of feel better about this new year that we're all about to embark on. So I do want to preface this and mention that this practice does take work. Like I'm going to give you a bunch of steps. I'm going to walk you through exactly what I do every year. And you might be listening to all of this and think like, I can't do all of this. And that's totally fine. Like you pick and choose what works for you. Even if one thing resonates with you and you feel like trying it, I mean, I swear it's going to have an impact. I have been tweaking this ritual over the years so that it feels right to me. So when you think about kicking off your new year, don't be afraid to make tweaks. Like this is all about feeling good and getting you motivated to start the year off strong. So if one of these things, you know, feels like a lot of work to you, you or you're kind of dragging your feet with it, just you know, follow that intuition, skip it, and just pick the things that feel good. And I know, especially after a year like 2020, it can be hard to be excited for a new year. Like, Trust me, I am very trepidatious walking into 2021. But that's exactly why I knew I had to share my little practice with you. So with that, let's just get into it. Relax and enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Helix Mattress. Guys, while we're getting ready to set some intentions for this new year, how about setting yourself up for better sleep with a brand new mattress tailored just for you? I really think a good night's sleep is the foundation for basically everything. I mean, it affects your mood, your productivity, really your ability to take on the day. So there is no better time to upgrade your mattress game. Helix offers a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. They have several different mattress models to choose from like soft and medium and firm mattresses. Mattresses great for cooling you down if you sleep hot or even a Helix Plus mattress for our plus size folks. I took the Helix quiz and I was matched with the Midnight Lux style because I sleep on my side and it is so soft, but still really supportive. I mean, I usually move around all night long and this mattress helps keep me from disturbing my fiance and really more importantly, my dog, who I have to say is a big, big Helix fan. So if you're ready for a better night's sleep, just go to helixsleep.com slash big kid, take their two minute sleep quiz and they're going to match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10-year warranty and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but I have a feeling that you will. So as a partner of this podcast, Helix has an exclusive offer just for our listeners. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows at helixsleep.com slash kid. So if you're in the market for a new mattress, definitely take advantage of this offer. Again, just head to helixsleep.com slash kid. All right. So first things first, I like to start off by getting the juices flowing. Like, I don't know about you, but I can't just like hop into the new year and be like, here are my resolutions. Like I have to really ease into the process. I mean, especially after 2020, like I am not feeling super like motivated. So I really have to do a couple of things to even just get myself into that headspace. So one of the first things I like to do is pick a good book. Like I like to pick something that's like a little bit Good vibey, maybe something a little bit spiritual or self improvement based. Uh, last year, I read Gabrielle Bernstein's Super Attractor, which I loved. And then I read Glennon Doyle's Untamed, um, which was a huge hit last year. If you haven't read it, I highly suggest. This year, I'm doing another Gabrielle Bernstein book. I'm reading The Universe Has Your Back, which I've been wanting to read for a while. And sometimes when it comes to like reading a book, I can be a little intimidated. Like, I love the concept of reading, but I don't always have the time. And sometimes I'll I'll have like the best intentions where I pick up a book and then I start to read it and then I put it down and then forget that it had ever existed. So one of the things I like to do in the beginning of the year is I like to commit to reading just five pages per day. Five pages per day is super doable. It's easy. Um, I like to bang it out in the morning. I put it right into my morning routine uh, with my coffee. I'll set my coffee. I read my five pages. It's a great way to start the day. We'll see you next time and just put you into a good headspace. And that kind of brings me to my next point. So for the month of January, I like to really hold firm to my morning routine. So this is something I always try to do. I always try to stick to my morning routine. But especially in the month of January, I commit to it. I'm like, you know what, I'm going to do these few things every single morning just for the month. And I know that the process will really help me get into the right state of mind and really get those juices flowing. So So in case it helps anybody, my morning routine is basically I wake up, I sit up straight in my bed and begin my meditation practice. For me, that's just the easiest way to bang it out. Uh, Otherwise, I get distracted. So first thing in the morning, I do my meditation. I get up. I pour myself some strong coffee. Strong coffee for anybody who's new to the podcast. I've been talking about this for years. Um, My buddy... My buddy created this company, uh, but it's basically coffee with MCT oil, L-theanine, some other great things. I don't even remember, but I absolutely love it. If anybody wants to try it, um, I'll link it in show notes. I think I have a discount code too. But if you don't have a strong coffee, pour yourself a regular cup of coffee, do your five pages of reading, and then go into this little writing exercise that I absolutely love. I did not invent this. This is a pretty famous uh, method called the three pages method, where basically, you just open up a notebook and you write three pages every single morning. So it can be anything. It could be... Sometimes my morning pages are like, I don't know what to write. So I'm going to just continue to write this. You know, like it's just... It can be anything. You just Brain dump into three pages. And what usually will start to happen is after around page one, um, your brain just kind of goes into more of a flow and it it can be really eye opening. It can be really therapeutic. Uh, I try to do three pages every morning, but sometimes I lose sight of it, especially in 2020. That practice kind of went to hell. So (laughs) I'm bringing it back in January. Like I said, in January, I try to hold firm to this stuff. Also if if you're hearing three pages and that might that might be intimidating to you another writing practice you can do and this is actually something that I also do in addition to my three pages is I do a little gratitude list. So really easy, just three things. I make it specific. So I choose three things that I'm grateful for from the day before. So it has to be very specific to my day before. I write that down in the morning. And next thing you know, I'm like, after doing this a couple mornings in a row, I swear it's really, really helpful. Um, You'll really start to feel these, these juices flowing, getting you in the right state of mind to actually set some goals for your year. And this actually brings me to another point. This is so this is another thing that I like to do to get those juices flowing is I like to take a class or a course right in the beginning of the year. I love learning something especially early on in the year it makes me feel accomplished. It really gets your brain working in a way that you don't always get it working. Like I know when I'm learning something, it really just like wakes up um, all my my systems that have kind of been asleep over the course of the last few months, especially after the holidays, all of that stuff. I love taking a course in the beginning of the year. I can't stress it enough. I'll give you a couple ideas, some things that I've done in the past and some of the courses that I've already signed up for for this year, if it helps you. Actually, kind of what started this whole idea was a couple years ago in January, I signed up for a sketch writing class class and people's improv theater in New York. And it was so much fun. Um, I had to go to a physical place where I had to sit with people that I didn't know. And, you know, I had to learn how to write sketches, which was completely outside of my comfort zone at the time. But after doing that, I just fell in love with the idea of taking classes in the beginning of the year because here I was at the end of January after this course was done. I felt so, so accomplished. Um, And I know you know a lot of us won't have the luxury of going to an actual class (laughs) this year, but there are so many awesome digital courses out there. So some other digital courses that I did... I I mean, even just last year, I did Lacey Phillips. If you guys are familiar with her, she has a bunch of self-hypnosis courses. I've definitely mentioned it on this podcast before. If you're a longtime listener, you've heard me chat about it. But really cool stuff. Um, even if you're kind of slightly curious, she has a free a free session. I'll link it in show notes so you guys can easily access it. But just try it. Like It's like a 30... 30- I think it's like a 30-minute um, self-hypnosis. You put some headphones on, you close your eyes in a room, and she walks you through this hypnosis um, section. So it's really fun. It's really interesting. Um, and she does these courses that you know you can take over a couple of days with different focuses. So she does one around love. She does one around money. I took that course last year, uh, and it was really, really cool. So I suggest that one. Another one I suggest is... Um, and I've talked about, you guys have heard me talk about it a bunch, is Emily Fletcher's Ziva Meditation course. So I took this maybe like a year and a half ago. It's a two-week course. It's 20 minutes a day. And she basically teaches you how to meditate I won't say basically, she actually teaches you how to meditate. Like I'm sitting here a year and a half later, I still meditate every day thanks to Emily Fletcher. So that's another great course I would recommend. This year, I actually just signed up for the Gabby Bernstein um, course. She has like a January... 2021 Manifesting Challenge. And I've never taken it before. I I obviously just signed up, so I can't speak to it. But I like it because I guess it's only a couple minutes a day. And I think she gives you homework assignments every day. And that's something I like. I like, you know, actually putting pen to paper and having an action to do every day, I think is really cool. So interested to try that one. Again, Emily Fletcher. I also signed up for one of... She has a um a Manifesting Masterclass that you can take in one day. So I signed up for that too. I'm going to do it some point in January, so that's just kind of to give you an idea of the different types of courses that are available out there. You can do something that is just one day long. You can do something that's a couple weeks. Um, really find something that works for you, works for your schedule. But I'm telling you, if you've never done one of these courses, a digital course, highly recommend trying it, especially in the beginning of the year. Like I said, it wakes your brain up. You're gonna feel accomplished, like you've already done something um, with your year. And I think it's just like a great, great life hack. All right, so we've woken our brains up. We've started to get the juices flowing. Now it's time to actually get into our goal setting and our manifesting. So, the first hack I'm going to mention is you got to get yourself some back to school supplies. Like, remember when you would go back to school and you would get all excited because you had like a new trapper keeper or some new pens and highlighters or like gel pens? This is like a similar vibe. You want to get back into that excitement for the new year. And I always think getting back like fun back to school supplies helps with that. So I get a new day planner. I get a new journal, which just is like a plain composition notebook. Highlighters, pens, the good shit. Um, Once you have your back to school supplies, I want you to take your journal because these next few things that I'm going to walk you through are all writing practices. I'm a big writer. I'm a big advocate. I love putting pen to paper. So for these next few exercises, they're all going to take place in a journal. All right. So first thing when I crack open that new journal is you want to start to get into a flow state and you got to start off with a gratitude list. So... This isn't something I've made up. This is in every spiritual book, every podcast, every manifestation workshop, anything I've ever taken around manifesting, getting into flow. It all starts off the same. Gratitude is always step one. This is like the ultimate life hack. It's going to help you get into a better state, a better flow state. I don't know why. I can't really explain the science behind it. But this is always... This is like a universally accepted thing. You want to start off with gratitude. So before I even start to think about my 2021 goals, I go back and I make a gratitude list for 2020. And I know a gratitude list for 2020 is going to be a little bit harder than previous years. Trust me, I get it. But uh one thing that helps, this is a little hack that I like to do, is I will just flip open my Instagram and start at the beginning of the year. So I'll go back to the beginning of 2020 and start flipping through. And it's amazing that th- the shit that you forget happened. You know, like... The second I open up my Instagram, I'm like, Oh, wait, there were some amazing things that happened. You know, like I went on a road trip. I did all kinds of things. You know, like there's there's a lot to be grateful for. So that's always, always going to be step one. So definitely start that off with that first page, writing down at least 10 things that you're super grateful for, for 2020. I promise by the end of the list, you're going to be in a different mental state than you were at the beginning of the list. All right, so that's your first step. And actually, I should have said this earlier, but so for all of these, all of these practices that I'm about to tell you that go in your notebook kind of build off on each other. So you might want to set aside like an hour or two where you can like get your coffee, maybe get like a fun beverage, sit down in your cozy chair and really dedicate your time to doing um, these journal prompts because it helps when you do them all at once. That's just one little side fact I wanted to mention. Okay, but since we did our little gratitude list for 2020, next page is all about a brain dump of shit that you would love to happen this year. It can be big or small, it can be fun, like just literally it doesn't you don't want to overthink this. I like to think of it um I think when I read the secret they talk about like sending your grocery list to the universe. Like that's how I think of it as a grocery list. Like you can scratch things off. Don't make it super serious. It can be fun. Like I'm like, I want more money in my bank account. I want this. I want that. You know, like just list whatever the hell it is you want on there. It doesn't have to be super formal. This is just a pure brain dump. Um, But give yourself a couple minutes to do this because the longer that you start... it, It can always be like a little tough at the beginning just to randomly do this and start listing things off. But once you get into flow, you'll really start like getting into it and naming all of these things and getting more clear about what you want. So that's just like a fun little thing after you do your brain dump. We're going to have a your next sheet of paper is a little bit more tricky. It's, it's a little bit more tactical, but now that we've had fun, we've got the gratitude in front of us, we have the brain dump of all the things that we want to happen. This is where we actually take inventory of what's been working versus what is not working. So this is on this sheet of paper. I like to take it. I like to draw a line down the middle. And I write what lights me up? What makes me drag my feet? And this can be for everything. I kind of focus it around my business. So I don't know if anybody else has their own business, but there's no like roadmap to follow. So I, especially in the beginning of the year, I like to take inventory because it helps me Establish my focus. Um, But you can do this for work, you can do this in life. Like what are some things that you're really not vibing with anymore versus the things that you really like doing? This is where you're just going to write these things off in these two columns. And if you are doing this for business, I do want to also stress this: is that you also want to put a monetary value. Next to those things for work, because you can't just get rid of all the things that make you drag your feet. Like sometimes there's a lot of th- th- shit that I don't want to do, but okay, I have to do this. But maybe there's ways to do it in a better way that I'm not that aren't so time consuming. I'm not putting too much energy into it. But I don't want to get too confusing here. It, this is one of those practices that really help you get practical. Really help you kind of see where where the opportunities are to focus less and more of your time on certain things. Okay. So now I have my list of gratitude. I have my list of things I want. I've done a little life audit to see what's currently working and maybe some things I need to change. And now it's time for my to-do list. And this is actually something that I have changed a little bit over the years. I used to just write down the things that I wanted to do. And now I make two columns on my to-do list of my to-do list versus nature's to-do list. So I'll give you just a little example to kind of help this, to help put this into perspective. But like one of the things I want to add on my to-do list for this year is I wanted to add coaching potentially to my platform. So this is something I've been thinking about for a while. People constantly reach out to me asking for advice on how to grow a social media platform, how to get into podcasting, just a lot of the stuff that I already do and already know how to do. So if coaching is something that I potentially want to start doing, this is the time where I start to break down how that actually works, like what I would need to do to make that happen. So like one of the things would be like building the infrastructure. So maybe, you know, it's putting something on my social media where somebody can click a link and book an hour of time on my calendar. Um, That would be on my to-do list. Uh, Maybe it's promoting it on social media so people know that I am giving that offering. So my to-do list, uh, you know, is a great way to start breaking down my goals, get a better understanding of what it is that I need to do to make each thing on my list happen and get an action plan in place. But I've also started to incorporate this other section of nature's to-do list because there's a lot that... There's only so much that you can do. And... This actually helps build trust with the universe. I know that sounds woo-woo, but like for if we're going to follow this example with the coaching, like on Nature's to-do list where I po- posted like I'm going to promote on social media on Nature's to-do list, I'm like the right people are going to see it. The right, you know, maybe a friend of a friend of a friend is going to pass along to somebody who is interested in coaching, who is the right fit for me. So, I love looking at it in this way because it just kind of helps you realize that there's only so much you can control. Like I like to have a death grip on my goal sometimes. And you really... I've really come to realize uh, with manifesting is sometimes you just want to let go a little bit, release some of that grip and let the universe do its work. So that is something I've been trying to do. And that's where this nature's to-do list has come in handy for me. And so if anybody wants to try that, highly encourage it. So you have... Your to-do list versus versus your nature's to-do list, and then once you do have your to-do list, you just want to break it down a little bit further into bite-sized chunks. But so you really start to get an understanding of the steps that you need to take to move forward. So then you have your action steps. You have your you have your goals listed out. Then you start to have your action steps listed out, and next thing you know, you start to have a plan for the your your next couple weeks, couple days. Uh, this is the big thing because if you just put on your your goals like. You know, big overreaching things like I want to start coaching, but you don't really break it down or don't really take the time to put in, okay, how do I actually make that happen? They don't get done. Like, that is one thing I know for certain when it comes to doing manifestation and doing goals. Like, you definitely want to have an action plan in place, or they'll always be goals and they won't be things that you actually achieve. So, that was a lot of list writing. I know I'm like a big writer. Now is the time to get mystical. Okay. So these next two steps and my little uh, New Year ritual are fun. I, I think they're the most fun part of this whole, this whole process. But the first thing is scripting. So scripting is actually something that we've talked about on this podcast before. Um, Milana Snow, she was on our first episode for 2020, episode 32, talking about scripting. It's something that I have sensed totally adopted into my routine. I love scripting. Basically, what you're doing is you are basically scripting the story of your life with all the things that you want to happen. So you've already done all the pre-work and you know what you want out of this year. And now you're writing it as if it's already happened. Um, This can be a few pages. It can be as long or as short as you want. Uh, I always love doing a big scripting for the full year. But then I also like to script throughout the year. So this can be something that you incorporate into your three Pages like we talked about. Uh, You can, you know, script out for each day, for each week. I think for this coming year, I'm going to try to script at least, I don't know, like once a week or something like that. Because I'm telling you, after I started doing this last year, after that Milana Snow episode, the times that I did actually sit down and script, like amazing things happened. Like I'm not kidding. Like I've gotten contracts like right after writing a scripting. Like it it is kind of an amazing process and I I know it's something that I need to take more time to do. So scripting is an awesome tool that I highly recommend anybody try. And then the last part of this whole little process, this whole New Year ritual is vision boarding. You might already be familiar with vision boarding. I Absolutely love it. I have a lot of fun with it. I usually do a vision board party where I bring, um, you know, all my girlfriends together. We all bring magazines, we dump them in the middle of the living room. I make snacks. We all just like cut out. Pictures that we want out of our new year. It could be an engagement ring. It could be a trip, um, or power words. Like I'm big on power words too on my vision board. But we all just, you know, do this little arts and crafts project, uh, and then you have a vision board that I I like to hang in my closet. So I look at it every day. I take a picture of it. It's on my phone background, so I look at it every day. I think it's just like a really fun way to do an action to do a little project use your hands and get a little get a little crafty and it's just like a really fun way to kind of finish up this whole ritual and have something that you can look at throughout the year because that's another thing um these are all great things to go back to and look at through the year. This is not like all of these lists that I've already mentioned. You don't want to just write them and never look at them again. Um, I like to go back and try and like look back on my list every quarter, make sure that I'm still on track, make sure that I'm still doing the things I want to, I I set out to do in the beginning of the year. And they might change, you know, like especially, I mean, after 2020, let me tell you, I went back and looked at my goals and I was like, well, this isn't happening. This isn't happening. But It is a a great starting point and it's a great way to get motivated for your upcoming year. So even if things change, I hope that this has been helpful. I hope you guys maybe picked up at least one or two little tips or hacks or practices that you want to try in your own life. I promise, even if you just do one of them, I really do think it will have a great impact. Um, I know these all really, really helped me get started on the right foot. And especially after the year we just had, I know we could all use the extra for help. So with that, I want to wish you guys a great start to 2021. Let me tell you, I am so excited for this upcoming season. We have some awesome episodes right out the gate. Some great experts coming in to really help us get our new year started on the right foot. So I hope you will be back here and join me next week for a brand new episode. Um, We're going to have a good season, folks. We're going to have a great time. So if you like this podcast, please share some love. Leave a little review if you can. It really does help. Share this with a friend. Maybe have an accountability buddy. Like I actually, I always think um, doing these goals with friends is really, really helpful. Uh, If you guys want, if you want to share this with somebody that you want to work with, having that accountability person is also a great little life hack. And it's fun. So... That's all for me this week. I will see you back here next week for a brand new episode. Until then, I will see you next Tuesday.